what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Too. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling, Sammy Callahan. The one and only shot under Willie Mack. This is Shreddy Breck, aka Mr. Clangin and Bangin. And you're listening. You are listening to. You are listening to. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Broken but Glorious Wrestling Podcast. I'm your standing host for this week, Nick Davey, and I'm delighted to be joined as ever by the fantastic, the Playboy Prince of Professional Wrestling, Lance Rivera. Hello. It was, it's been a while since I've done that. I was close to calling you Riviera again, and yeah. How are you doing though this evening, mate? I'm alright, I'm not too bad, how are you? I'm very well, uh, very well. Um, sadly, no Chris this week, he's come down with what seems to be the entire country at the moment, um, uh, here with a, a cold, um, so obviously we've all been masked up and socially distanced for so long, naturally this was always going to happen, but uh, yeah, he's... Uh, yeah, sadly, yeah, unable to speak, shall we say, with the cold in the throat. So, yeah, no, no Chris tonight. So it's uh, just us two tonight. Fellas feeling it, isn't he? He's, he's under the weather, bossing. So I, I wanted to say, wasn't it his birthday like last week? So whether he's just gone too hard for that. And it was, yeah. it was the other week when we did the birthday. Oh, no, it was. No, yeah, no, that's right. Yeah. No, not, yeah, I'll still be at that. We've even had a show since then, so that's, that's a lie. Um, but, uh, no, it's, yeah, sadly, I think a lot of us, uh, yeah, a load of my friends and a lot of us are coming down with sort of the cold, uh, in that time of season. So hopefully, yeah, if you're listening and you've got a, a lemsip to hand, we also wish you a speedy recovery as well as Chris. So, yeah, hopefully everyone will be back, back on their feet before they know it. Um, but, um, yeah, well, the big news in this wrestling week was the WWE draft, um, which has concluded as of last night on Raw, started last, last week on SmackDown. Um, some surprises that, that happened, but I think fair, some of it was to be expected where some wrestlers ended up. Um, before we get kind of in, I think the biggest one for me out of the draft was the fact that, obviously, we saw the Raw Women's Champion in Charlotte Flair head into SmackDown. And now we've seen, obviously, well, the SmackDown on Raw, the SmackDown Women's Champion head to Raw in Becky in Becky Lynch. So, um, yeah, I mean, well, it'd be interesting to see what they're going to do about the two belts there, whether they do what they, I think it was the New Day and the Street Profits did last year, where, uh, well, last I think last year it was just the case, Adam Pearce went, not allowed to finish sort of the belts over, which they did happily. I don't think it's going to be quite as straightforward with Becky and Charlotte Sykes telling me. So whether there's, there's plans to be title changes before... Crown Jewel at Crown Jewel. I don't know. What What are your thoughts? That, that to me, this was the biggest kind of uh, sort of. This was the biggest kind of takeaway from the draft, in my opinion. Um, I think they'll just. I think they'll just do the thing. Maybe just swap it. I can't see them doing anything else. I just reckon they'll be like, all right, come on, and the belt's over. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be a big deal, to be honest. I think it'll just be like we did with the tag belts. I think the bit, the biggest deal out of it will probably be the face, the, them being face to face again. Yeah, so you think they'll swap the belts and it could even set up a, a match at Survivor Series? Yeah, I imagine so. I imagine that's where they're going with it. When the, the, they'll be face to face swapping the belts and I think, I think there'll be some tension there, like, do you know what I mean? It'll be like, watch yeah. yourself, come, just whatever. I think the biggest thing though that surprised me was, um, the New Day still being split apart. Yeah, I think when everyone presumed, well, obviously we saw Big E go into Raw. I think everyone presumed, yeah, that's them back together. Then, then Kofi and Xavier Woods go into SmackDown. Personally, for me, I, I think I quite like a stable that stays a stable, but they're not on the same brand, if that makes sense. I think it's quite unique. It's not like if they were doing it across like loads of stables, then I think it would be a bit of a mess. But for the odd stable, I, I quite like it. I think it's quite nice when you get like the sort of the special novelty of them reuniting at the pay-per-views. Like, I mean, it was at WrestleMania when Biggie sort of came out and introduced the new day, which was quite cool. Um, so I, I personally, I, I, I don't mind it too much, the new day. I mean, if they, if they did a stupid thing of turning some of them heel and all that sort of malarkey, then no, that, or they repackaged them completely. Or they just sort of made a new character altogether. But the fact that they, they're all sort of like the new day still, I think, I think it worked. They've made it work over the last year. Yeah. I think, I think they have as well. I think they've made it work, but I would have liked to see them back together properly again. 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's, I'm sure we'll see them in potential matches over the over the course of the year. Um, I'm sure we'll definitely see that at all. But um, but yeah, Biggie obviously on Raw, Reigns stayed on SmackDown, so the two main champions, uh, well, going to be staying apart. So we've got Reigns versus Brock, who's a free agent at Crown Jewel. By the looks of it, it looks like Big E's going to face Drew at Crown Jewel. Now, the interesting thing of this is obviously Drew's gone to um, to SmackDown. So whether we see again if they go a bit crazy, they could have if they were to go crazy, they have have Drew beat Big E and then take the title to SmackDown and Brock beat Reigns and then well presumably Sharp on Raw. Who knows a free agent? Any chance of that? In all honesty, mate, that that blew my head off. Just thinking <laughs> about it, yeah, I no, don't I'd, think so. I think uh, it's just going to be Biggie wins, Roman wins. I think yeah. I, I, I agree with that. But it's, yeah, no, I mean, it's nice that they've obviously got fresh now contenders where they'll face, especially if Reigns, I suspect we'll see them both face off at Survivor Series as well. Yeah. Um, for the, for they've the been finals. building it too much as well. Yeah, exactly. It's been, what, the last month or so, last few weeks. Um but, um, yeah, I mean, last week we had a few predictions of what we thought was going to happen. I think a lot of them, are, safe to say, have come true. Um, not not many tactics, obviously, as you mentioned, funny enough, with the New Day last year, uh, splitting up. Just having a little look, not many tag teams have been split up this time. Uh, I think some of them were split up on the, um, well, the supplemental picks, as they call it, when the show finishes. Like, I think we saw um, Mason T-Bar, they've been split up, so... Uh, oh Mace, no! Yeah, Mace go to SmackDown, T-Boss then on Raw. Um, oh, shit. I, I don't know which one's actually which with these stupid nicknames, but I really hope they just give it Dominic Dijakovic. I just really hope they just give his bloody name back and actually make him actually build him okay. Um, but what I think, are we gonna do without T-Bar and <laughs> the other one? Well, just give to give them the names. Well, I don't know. Yeah, it'll be, just give it'll Dominic Dijakovic his name back. Basically, is what please. we want. <laughs> please, um, name, please. I can't. Yeah, as I said, I don't think there's too many other tag teams that really got split up. Um, oh, um, a weird one actually. Um, Jinder Mahal and Shanky. Um, <laughs> they, 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 they got moved to SmackDown, but Veer, I think his name is, stayed on Raw, which is seems very silly. I mean, you could just feel a bit sorry for him because you can obviously tell they've got absolutely no plans for him whatsoever, and he's probably going to be main event and then it's probably got all the makings of him being released next year um sadly yeah i just yeah it seems just very daft splitting them up unless unless they've got plans uh uh, but i highly highly doubt it Um, (laughs) and there was a couple of women tag teams that got split up so natalia um i think stayed on smack yeah stayed on smackdown and tamina moved to raw and then shotzi uh, stays on SmackDown. Tegan Knox moves to Raw, which splitting them two up, I think, quite quite good. It'll be interesting to see what they can do in the in the women's division. Yeah, I think I think splitting up some of them is going to work uh, to the advantage, but some of them are bad. Absolutely, I think the women's division's been split up. Quite, I think out of the draft, I think that's the kind of I think the women's divisions come out of it looking sort of. I think that's. That seems to be quite a nice sort of fresh up. Like we've seen, we saw a few NXT call ups for the for the women's division. I mean, um, Alia's gone to SmackDown. Um, Xia Lee's gone to SmackDown, which means quite cool. Um, and we said we saw a few of the women's division split up. We've seen a few um, women's uh, women's superstars move brands. So um, I think yeah, the women's division feels quite fresh. And I think that'll be the most sort of one I'm quite intri- intrigued to see where it goes from here. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. Is it will be the women's division, though. Adding the adding more people in there as singles wrestlers. It's a bit of an interesting one, though. Where they're going to go with um, where they're going to go with uh, the tag division? Yeah, given they split up quite a lot, I mean, I suspect they'll do. We'll kind of funny off with our current tag team champions, Nikki Ash and Rhea Ripley. They'll probably just throw two women together without any. Any sort of uh, any logic to I it? And, I didn't get that. Yeah, yeah. they no, they. Yeah, I think it, they, we know the women's tag team division has been a bit of a mess from the start. It's not been used well. It's not. It's not. They're, they're, there's not enough tag teams on it. I, I really, I just can't see where this goes. I mean, unlike NXT, where the women's tag team has been actually used pretty well. Um, 
but yeah, I'm, I'm not too convinced that there's going to be an awful lot of earnest. They start putting teams together after this, after um, after Crown Jewel, but I, I'm, I'm not personally not convinced. Well, they're going to have to, aren't they? It's, yeah, I just you can't I, kill yeah. the division, can you? Well, no, they'll get slaughtered for that, but uh, yeah, I'm sure they'll just yes, they'll start put, putting putting teams together. Um, I'm sure we'll start to see that. I'm pretty convinced. Um, in terms of uh, NXT call-ups as well, as we mentioned the show last week, um, so we saw um, SmackDown get hit, bro. Um, as I mentioned, Alia, um, Exile, as I mentioned, and also Ridge Holland, which I thought was a really, really, um, well, a bit of a surprise, that one. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, do you have any thoughts on the NXT guys? that got, got, Sorry, that was the SmackDown, I beg your pardon, then for Raw. Um, yeah, Raw managed to get uh, Austin Theory uh, going out to Raw. I know he's been on Raw before. Right. But he's, Austin he's Theory? He was on the main roster. I didn't imagine that, did I? No, he was, yeah. I think he was on the main roster. Um, I think it was at the time where there was, it was a bit all over the place with them going behind, with um, with them going into the... Um, well, it started, that was the start of the pandemic where yeah. some wrestlers weren't there and whatnot, and I think they... They panicked, called him up basically to fulfil a match at WrestleMania, which was against the Street Profits. So, yeah, he was he was on Raw, and then then it sort of just faded out, and then we saw him return on NXT as um, part of the way. Oh right, well, yeah, I, I just find it weird that they've called him up again. Yeah, I mean, I quite like it. I mean, I, I quite like what happened on Raw this week with the whole they're coming out, tend to be a fanboy, and then. Been an absolute dickish heel, sort of had the MJF sort of kind of feel to it. But uh, yeah, I think they can make a good dislikable heel out, certainly out of him. Oh, easy, uh, yeah. And and I think he's also got a, a he also have a likable side as well, I'm sure. So, no, well, hopefully, yeah, we will see him used uh, used well now in Raw. I think all of the to be fair, all the NXT all ups are, are quite interesting. Um, say Hit Row's work on on NXT has been fantastic. So really excited to see them on on SmackDown, especially. If they can sort of well, if they can keep it almost how it is with the uh, with Swerve Scott as the main sort of lead of it, I guess, um, and then have the two other dudes as the tag team, um, and then uh, B Fab as the um, woman star. And she had a good match on NXT this week as well. So they certainly I'm really excited to see how how they do on on SmackDown. And if they'll be, I suspect they'll go up as heels. But uh, they sort of had shown a bit of a likable babyface side in recent on NXT as well. Do you know who I was surprised that they didn't bring up? Yeah, LA Knight. Well, yeah, Chris was sort of wanting him to go up last week. Um, my only guess is they don't want to. I think they're being they're always quite careful when they do it in the draft. I think when they call up the big stars, they it's weird. I think when they call up since Balor, they never really seem to draft anyone who's that big. They seem to sort of save them for either a shocking moment or uh, they give like they do with they do like with Rhea Ripley they sort of do video promos that to say someone's coming. Um, yeah, I think they've gone a bit away from calling up their their top stars from NXT. Um, yeah, I, I was a bit gutted that Gargano wasn't called up because I just feel like he's just gone to. I just feel like it's he's time and it really. yeah he's done everything on NXT and I was really hoping that we were going to see. Him up, and I really want to see him just become almost like the new, as I said last week on the show, the new Daniel Bryan, uh, almost mm. as, the, as the baby, the underdog baby face. Um, I think there's such a, there's such a, there's, there's, that can easily be done for him, and I think there's such a space in the mark on the, well, with Bryan going, um, I think there is such a space for that underdog baby face, someone who this crowd will generally pop for if they were to get that win. And, no, there is, yeah. Yeah, there's a massive gap in the market for him. So I was a bit gutted he didn't go up, and and of course I was gutted that I was very gutted that my favourite superstar Cameron Grimes wasn't called up as well. Right. Okay. Really, I think he'd I think he would have been fantastic for either division, but uh, yeah, no, um, yeah, pretty gutted. Why do you like my letter? Why don't you speak at me from you your favourite wrestler? Oh, believe me. If yeah, they ever come, whenever NXT does a tour in England, or if he gets the call up to England, uh, to the main roster, yeah, then I will, and I will be screaming, um, trying to get a what? photo of him. What are you be screaming? Just Cameron Grimes. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Uh, but uh, but no, I think Cameron, 
<laughs> the um, the other big one, yeah, Ridge Holland. Um, really surprised by that. I presumed out of the two, it'd be Pete Dunn that would have probably been called up. Um, this surprised me a fair bit. Mm. I think Vince McMahon saw him and went, mm. "Get him up." That's my guy. Well, I thought they would have probably put them up together as well as like a tag. Because one thing they obviously they don't have is too many tag teams. But whether they want, um, I don't know whether they've got plans for Dunn on NXT to eventually capture the NXT title. Um, Surely, they must. But, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, I've got no complaints of him going up. I mean, I'd like to have seen a bit more of him on it, because we haven't really seen an awful lot of him. I know some of that wasn't his fault when, obviously, I think he broke his leg last year. Uh, which, oh, um, that was just looks so painful. Yeah, very, very painful. It was the landing, wasn't it? And then you could tell how, oh. you, you, know, you know, it's one of those ones straight away, because he was just banging the floor in agony. And, yeah, it, it I know, but he's a big rugby player, so he didn't care, did he? He was yes. hard about it. <sighs> mate, if it, honestly, if that was me, I'd be like, no, get me out right. of here now. <laughs> I'd have been in. Well, to be fair, I say that when I broke my ankle, I got up and walked away. But I don't know, it was all it was horrid. But it's yeah, no, it's yeah, it, it really didn't look great at the time. But it's just yeah, it's a shame. I, I think with these some of the stars, I just think pushing them up too early can sometimes cause more harm than good. Um, or it can go the other way, and yeah, I mean, sometimes if you just throw them, the strike while the iron's hot, which I think they've done with Hit Row, which I think is great, because they've literally, and they've only been a stable for about a few months now, I think, three or four months, but in that time, they've been one of the best things on NXT, in my opinion, um, whereas Holland, whilst does look great, I think it's been good to see him and done a little bit more together in NXT, then call him up, but um, hey-ho, hopefully I'm proved wrong and we do see and we, and we certainly do see a, a bit of him on Smackdown it'd be good it'd be good um, and the another surprising one actually um, they've put Gable, Gable Stevenson called up to Raw I mean they've not even put him on to, to NXT they've gone straight with getting him on to Raw um, obviously the medalist from this year's Olympics um, yeah no very um, it seems like yeah, yeah. the Iron's heart yeah exactly well he said he wanted to be he said it was a dream because I think he I'm trying to think when he signed I think it was only yeah it was literally only about last month September beginning of September yeah. he signed and now yeah I, I think it took me a second to realise who it was when you well, said they, he, he, he'd been called up I was like who? it, it, it was I remember he's the one who won the medal at the Olympics I mean it's it'll be good for the US the US viewers and I suppose to be fair they are desperate to try and get obviously it's no secret we mention it every week about them obviously them losing viewers week in week out whilst AEW on the other hand gaining viewers week in week out whether it gets a different sort of audience in I mean but obviously we know how for instance the Olympics obviously much bigger in America than it is over here I'm trying to find a comparison of what it would be like if if this was a sort of a UK major star I mean I suppose the biggest one would be like when I suppose comparing was to when Tyson Fury I guess was in had that sort of run in, in WWE. Well, that was, that was a massive deal over here. For, for, for over here, yeah. About it, yeah. Exactly, it was all yeah, over... Um, definitely, it was all over sort of national... It was actually all over, like, mainstream news, wasn't it? Like, on your yeah. BBC, BBC Five Live, TalkSport. Well, people were kicking off about it, weren't they? Saying, you know, well, he's, what's he doing, doing all this and that, when he should be getting ready for... Um, what's his bloody name? Uh, Deontay Wilder. Wilder, yeah. Building the brand, <laughs> but I suppose the difference, the difference being at least this guy actually is a wrestler. He's albeit professional. Um, it's a bit like Kurt Angle, isn't it? Just well, that's what they think they're they're hoping for. I mean, it will go it will go by the way of oh my god, Kurt Angle. Be having to win King of the Wing, King of the Wing, King of the Ring. <laughs> well, there is a there is, you say that, and that's probably not far from what could happen. I think the King of the Ring tournament and the Queen of the Ring tournament are gonna are they gonna finish at Crown Jewel? I think so. If you think, I honestly don't think. I don't think. I, th- I really think that could be a realistic way of getting him over straight away, of having him win the King of the Ring. Um, as long as I don't do the stupid actually making him called King Stevenson, because it would just be stupid doing it that. As long as I just give him the King of the Ring crown, get him. Uh, I don't know. They still do it if you get a title shot if you win. Do that all fine, but yeah, don't start giving him an actual King gimmick like we've seen over the years. With Corbin and, and whatnot, because um, it just doesn't work on some people, and it would, yeah. It might work. You don't know. <laughs> I'd love it to, it but I just can't. Oh, yeah, I can't see it. Not a lot. Don't be silly. 
Uh, they were the, so they were the main sort of NXT and, well, in this case, a, uh, a free agent call-up. Um, any other sort of um, picks that sort of took you by surprise at all, or any any other major ones that you found on over the course of the two nights? Mm, not really. Um, Edge was a bit of a surprise. So I was like, does it really matter what brand he's on at this point? And they've moved yeah. Seth Rollins as well. So it wasn't even like to get him away from Seth Rollins. Yeah, that's a bit. I don't like it when they do stuff like that because yeah, yeah I don't I, either. I, but I said, well, I think we knew it was going to happen, Seth, as soon as they um, when Becky was announced as Raw going to Raw. So I think they like they love to keep the couples together, which is actually one of the nicest things like they doing. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I, I think as soon as she was drafted, I think we knew we all knew Seth was on his way. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, yeah, I, I don't. I, Edge is also a funny one because I still think he hasn't got. It's almost, almost like he's got unfinished business with, with Reigns as well on SmackDown. Um, he doesn't know, does he? He's lost him twice now. Oh, is it twice? Yeah. Well, the rest of the year, WrestleMania, I guess. And yeah, it's... I don't know also as well with the big star. I know they wanted the bigger stars on sort of on SmackDown because of um, well, because of the major deal with Fox. But um, yeah, it's um, it's a bit of a... It is a bit of a funny one of, of him going. But I'm sure, hopefully... It might be an easy way to get him into the main title scene. Um, but also as well, you, you've mentioned him on on the same brand as Seth, but he's also on the same brand again as uh, Randy Orton, which I really hope they don't go down that route again. Rated RKO. No. Rated RKO, bro, so much better. It's the best thing on Raw. Rated RKO reunion. Randy Orton and Edge turn on Matt Riddle. No, 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 no. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Oh no, I can't. I don't want to see. I love, I love RK Bro too much to have to see that. I was just thinking about the music it'll play again. <laughs> the masters of all masters. One thing as well, which um, randomly happened last week on, on Raw, um, and there's well, they're evidently they're still all together after saying Raw on, on the draft. Uh, is the her business back together? Which is, I think, we can all agree that it's a sensible move given that. Cedric and Shelton have done absolutely nothing since they split up and, and how good they all were together as a stable. So, yeah, really good to see and them all back together. Yes, absolutely. Now best for business. The Hurt Business is best for business. So what I'll do at this time is if if, if the Hurt Business are listening, <laughs> uh, Lance Rivera is available, as I was before, uh, to, to be a part of your, your cool as fuck group. I will, I'll happily join the Hurt Business. I'm telling you now. Well, it's good that they're back to business. <laughs> oh, I'm personally delighted they're back to giving as well. I want to see a few more sort of stables like in in the WWE. I think as well. I mean, um, I know we've, well, obviously we've now got Hit Rowan, as I mentioned on SmackDown. Obviously, we've already mentioned that the New Day side are going to be well still split up. So I think it'll be good to have a few more sort of stables. Even if you've got your current tag teams, you can still sort of add a few wrestlers to to them as well, like the uh, the Alpha. I find it so annoying the New Day together. I really don't like it. Well, I was really looking forward to it. I think a New Day versus the Hurt Business feud could have been quite interesting as well, mm. um, which we hopefully might get before, given that they've said that this is all going to go into play strictly from the SmackDown after Crown Jewel, so on the 22nd. So whether now it's just going to be a complete free-for-all until then, where wrestlers can just turn up on whatever brand they wish to. So I'm sure we probably will get that maybe until then. Um, but yeah, um, some some of the other uh, last thing I wanted to talk about on the draft as well was the free agents, the the superstars who weren't picked. Um, well, Brock Lesnar, obviously already mentioned on SmackDown, being, and again Brock being Brock, so good that he's actually on his own on the mic. Basically, just said Heyman's not with me anymore, so I'm do whatever the hell I want basically, um, and just says I'll be turning up for whatever brand I want to. I'm a free agent basically. Um, the prime stone called Steve Austin. <laughs> exactly, he is just the best, isn't he, Brock? He's all right. Wouldn't <laughs> say he's the worst. He's all right. Definitely wouldn't say that to his face. Uh, so three women's wrestlers who weren't drafted because of uh, well, uh, two, two, the two of them are inactive because of injuries. Oscar Bailey, um, obviously Oscar out of a hand injury, Bailey out with a torn ACL. So I suspect they'll. When they return from injuries, they will just turn up with whichever brand needs them at the time. Um, Lacey Evans as well, obviously 
still on maternity leave, uh, wasn't drafted. Even Marie wasn't drafted. Now, I know obviously last week she was taken out by, um, uh, taken out by Shayna Baser, so she, whether that, they've, they've written her off temporarily as well. Um, but yeah, but those why? three. <laughs> Those three uh, weren't dry. And I also got Dan Maurice, but I didn't think she was even with WWE. But uh, I suspect she'll just t- turn up on Raw whenever whenever they decide to just fry her with Miz. But um, yeah, so she's, uh, she's only going to join up with Miz. It's not. not so we can basically much. say we can basically say Raw, can't we? <laughs> yeah, um, she's not an active competitor, is she? Well, I, I think with um, yeah, exactly, but with. With Bailey, um, I suspect Bailey's got a lot of the makings of a, a Royal Rumble return, personally, if she, if she's healed in time. I'm gonna say it's a big if that, isn't it? In fact, yeah, might even be. Yeah, in fact, yeah, could pretty well. Probably yeah. night after WrestleMania. Yeah, I think those are the uh, the thing when you've got two big stars like who are out injured, it's probably best to sign save it for a shock factor of when of when to return. And Oscar and Bailey are two of the top star the women's stars on the division, so that makes a bit of sense. Some other male wrestlers that weren't uh, that weren't picked up. Um, so you had Elias. I know we saw those sort of hymns of saying Elias. Well, the, the video promise of him burning his guitars. Nothing's really happened since. But he wasn't drafted. The Lucha House Party. Now I know there's been he's a bit been of um, for pollution, on it. Oh really? Yeah, he's been setting guitars on fire. So oh he's sorry. For pollution. <laughs> Thought you were actually zero. I mean, I never know with the with yeah, the with wrestlers and whatnot, and especially after well. All sorts that we've seen over the well forever. Mate, um, silence you had there. Oh, good. But um, yeah, he, he was just, just for the record. He wasn't picked. Uh, Lucha House Party weren't picked. Now I know they've had a few backstage sort of grumbles saying that they want to get out. Basically, they've had enough in WWE. They weren't drafted. Um, Slapjack, oh, well, which is Shane Fawn, wasn't drafted. And lastly, Titus O'Neil. But um, I think Titus is more on the I think he's more on sort of doing the charity work with WWE more than anything um, but yeah, yeah they were dropping yeah I don't think I think he more is more for the ambassador for a company now as opposed to a to the rest I think when I saw him do a few with the um, we, we saw him sometimes doing the uh, the chasing after the old 24-7 title but um, mm. yeah I don't, I don't think he yeah, I, th- I don't think he... Well, he was actually in- inducted into the Hall of Fame last year, wasn't he, as part of that chari- for, for his charity work, because the Warrior Award... So oh, I that's think not an induction into the Hall of Fame, is it? That's, no, that's the it's Warrior a lo- Award. It's a lovely award to win, though. Um, and he does, yeah. He does do some fantastic work, but, yeah. Um, I think the only one really out of the, the interest to win out this was Elias, um, whether they just had... I mean, if they haven't got plans for him yet... I'm all for this. Don't just draft someone for the sake of drafting them. I, I like the fact that maybe they are thinking of what they want to do with him before putting him onto either or SmackDown. And you never know. Potentially, you could even some of these guys could even potentially just go to NXT. We saw it with obviously Finn Balor dropping back down, Ember Moon. Um, I think well, Elias comes out with a DJ gimmick, like he's burnt all his guitars, just a DJ. Well, you never know. I mean, hopefully, what I mean to say, you could. I think that would be a good. With obviously NXT change in there, I mean, I think putting Elias onto NXT could be quite a um, quite a cool thing for him. Comes out as a proper like raving DJ. Comes out with a bucket out, some glow sticks. Think <laughs> <laughs> seriously, what like like he's at Cheltenham Festival or something. Glastonbury Festival. Glastonbury. I was thinking of Cheltenham uh, race. Getting Cheltenham race festival is usually a festival for the horse racing, but yeah, it's not far from Glastonbury as well. So no, it's not. Um, final one for me was um, uh, Finn Balor moved from SmackDown to Raw, which I think's fair enough. I mean, it, I suppose I can se- still think he's on Earth too. Yeah, separates him and Reigns, I guess, for now, and. Again, there's lots of opportunities now, Raw, but I, I really hope they still keep him in the main events and they don't just sort of have him go down to mid-card. It would be great to see him. And I think um, I'd still like to see him versus Seth in an actual feud as well, like a proper hate feud. I know we've seen them wrestle over a few I think it was at WrestleMania a few years ago when they, had the, they were part of the IC triple threat match with the Miz, but it was more of them having respect for one another because I was actually at that WrestleMania in New Orleans. Um, but I think an actual feud between them two would be quite cool. Were you at the WrestleMania, were you? I was. <laughs> I never would have known. Look at that. Um, I wish you said something. But yeah, I think that 
pretty much concludes this, uh, the draft. Is there anything else from that draft you wanted to mention? No, not really. I think, I think we've covered all, all our bases there. Covered it quite well. Excellent. Well, in that case, it will be before we um, then before we start mentioning um, the other promotion about Dynamite, it's time for a word from this week's sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by DB. DB is a Scandinavian brand that makes backpacks and bags to help people on the move stay ready for anything. From the streets to the peak, DB's gear is travel tested by some of the world's best athletes, adventurers and creators. Over the past decade, DB has designed and developed, released and redefined best bags in the market. With DB's patented hookup system, you are able to attach smaller products to your backpack, roller or tote. See, right? Now, this is the part where we talk about travel issues and bags and things like that. The amount of times I've had to pull out a number of different bags when I've been going to shows is ridiculous. I often carry a, a nice big roller with me, uh, a nice roller bag. And, uh, yeah, but sometimes I've got to have my backpack with me too, just to fit in all my other stuff. And sometimes your backpack's known to break. But I believe DB's got that covered, and their backpacks are unbreakable. They are the best in the market, and you cannot be broken when you have a DB bag. So, we are teaming up with DB to exclusively, exclusively, right? Offer our listeners 10% off their next purchase by using the code POD10. So that's P-O-D-10. Or go into the link in our show notes. DB, it's time to move on. Time to get going. Hey guys, it's the Star Attraction, Jimmy Jackson, and you're listening to BBG Wrestling. This week's uh, Dynamite um, celebrates two years. Two years of Dynamite. Um, like Fuse Dynamite. <laughs> It's been a well. It's been an absolute fantastic two years. No, no ifs, no buts about it. It's been absolutely brilliant. Um, I mean, yeah, we we're here two years. Of, I remember when this all started. We were very excited about uh, having sort of the Wednesday Night Wars, which Dynamite obviously won. But uh, but no, the AEW has simply gone from, from it's all gone from strength to strength. And um, yeah, what were you? I mean, is, have you got any sort of um, have you got any fond memories of the um, show over the last two years? Anything that stands out for you as your favourite moment of Dynamite over the last two years? CM Punk. <laughs> that was Rampage. I don't care. <laughs> he, came, he, he appeared. He yeah. turned up on just CM Punk. Just CM Punk being on the product. Yeah, no, that's fine. I think Kenny Omega winning the AEW title. I was going to say, yeah, for me, that was that, that moment of him and Callis. I think one, because it was such a rare moment where you get like a screwy finish, but the way they did it, I thought was all just fantastic at the time when they sort of did a little bit of a hijack uh, of, the, of the title. Um, I must admit, yeah, that was one of my favourite dynamite moments uh, there. But, um, but yeah, from, yeah, from, 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 so first episode was October 2nd, 2019 in Washington, D.C., um, from memory, a few things happened on the show. We saw, well, we saw the debut of Jake Hager and subsequently the debut of the Inner Circle, um, which are still two years later, still going strong. Um, we also saw the first ever AEW Women's Champion crowned in Rio. Um, so yeah, a few things that happened on the, on the first show that you may have forgotten. Um, and then we obviously had the, the anniversary show last year, um, of which we saw, well, saw the, um, Cody against Orange Cassidy for the, AWTNT title. Um, we saw tag titles, FTR against Best Friends, um, and we saw the main title, the World Championship of Moxley versus Archer, uh, disqualification match. Um, but yeah, um, so for, yeah, two years of Dynamite, and I think for this show, then there's going to be the the big ladder match there for uh, obviously winner will get a, sh- a title shot at their opportunity that suits them. Any, um, oh yeah. Any superstars in particular that you want to win? I don't know if they've actually announced any competitors for it yet. Um, who am I thinking? Who am I thinking? Who am I thinking? Wouldn't it be, I feel like it'd be the right thing to do to support Daniel Bryan in there. As if a way go, of getting them, yeah. Yeah, they say to like Bryan, oh, if you, if you want to face Kenny Omega again, you've got to win this. And then you start building that underdog story, don't you already? Yeah, no, I think you can understand that. Um, 
one match I'm really looking forward to on the Dynamite, well, the, the, the show this week is, well, the, you've got the Elite versus, funny enough, Brian Danielson, Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus and Christian Cage. Um, that should be, sure. great, should be a great match, shouldn't it? Of course. That would be great. It would be unbelievable. I think as well it's been sort of built since, uh, well, obviously since, uh, well, since the last pay-per-view at all, at all outs when everyone, David, oh, here we are, here's the wrestlers in the, um, in the match. So it's, um, Pack versus Andrade versus John Moxley versus Lance, Ar- Lance Archer versus Orange Cassidy versus Matt Hardy versus a mystery Joker card. Um, Ooh. so interesting who that could be. Um, out of those names. Wednesday's well. Yeah, oh, sorry. Big, big one. Big one for Wednesday. Just off topic. I've just seen it. My Instagram. Yeah. Bobby Fish versus Sammy Guevara. Yep. Sammy goes, yep. That's that clear that and that as well. Um, great. I really hope they do this now. I mean, it's sort of like the forbidden door, but I'm hoping every week Guevara just has like a, a random open, sort of open challenge. And with the, um, with this like forbidden door, it is great to sort of see. It is great to sort of, you can get all these random uh, sort of uh, superstars appearing from, well, just, as I say, with this, I don't think anyone would have seen them coming, but, yeah, really, really excited for that match. Sorry about that, we should probably get back into the joke. Yeah, no, but out of the names there, so Pac, Andrade, Moxie, Archer, Cassidy, Hardy, essentially Joker, well, and the Joker. Any aims out of that lot, though, that, that you might want, want to win the, uh, and get a title shot for, for, for a, against the Mega? Um, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think. I'd like to see Pac again. I think, yeah, it's, uh, I think Pac would be... Hard, We've seen him and Cassidy at the uh, double or nothing. We've obviously seen Moxley prior to that. Andrade, Hardy are both, well, they're both heels. Uh, Archer, I know, is a bit of a tweener. So I think out of those, I think Arch would be the one that I would personally like to see. Most given the fact that, I've always said this, he doesn't seem to be booked. So I know he had the, the big win against Moxley to take the, um, the United States belt, the New Japan United States belt. But, yeah, I think... The Andrade one. That would be, I mean, that match would be insane, but I just think Hill on Hill just would be a no-no. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at the wild card to win this, but I don't know who it would be. Well, it depends if, they, if it's going to be a, day, a, new, a new star, or if they just simply go... I'm just looking at it. I'm just going to put hangman, can it? Ooh, that's a great shout. Has he had his kid? I don't know. I mean, that would be a shock. And yeah, that would be a very that would be the perfect winner. That would be the perfect winner. Yeah, I'm all for that. You've sold me. <laughs> you sh- me of the office. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's going to be a great. Um, I mean, it's going to be a great show. And again, it just sort of just sums up Dynamite putting on these stacked cards that we see here and everywhere. All the, I know they do their special. So I know this kind of is they, I know this is where they, they only do four pay-per-views a year, but the good thing is we do get to see these great TV shows here and there. Um, when they put on these, you know, when they put on these obviously brilliant matches. Um, I think as well with, um, as well be a, a bit of crowd. It's in, it's in Philadelphia. So. I mean, not there. Obviously, they're 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 not their fans. Lie. Obviously, I always create quite a bit of noise there in Philadelphia. So, no, it should be a a brilliant show to mark two fantastic years of dynamite. Yeah. No, it'll definitely be. They always put on a good show. And also, as well, it's just been again. I know we've mentioned it. We don't really want to talk about um, the times where we went a bit. They how the consistent they were throughout the, the 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 pandemic as well when. Uh, with, with shows not well, with, with obviously WWE not providing too too many good shows, um, with obviously the difficulty of I just thought their consistency throughout it was was great person from a personal point of view throughout the throughout the throughout the behind closed door era so to speak. Yeah, they handled it so well. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's, that's look forward to this week and yeah, should be a, a great great show. Really looking forward to that. Um. Lastly, so some news from Impact Wrestling. Um, so they've created a new belt, which looks very, very cool indeed. Um, which I'm surprised uh, that we've not seen other sort of companies take much. So the new belt they're, they're calling is the Digital Media Championship. 
Um, and it's going to be, it sounds like it's going to be sort of, uh, defended over, well, digital formats. So YouTube, uh, most weeks it will have its, it will be shown, it will be defended on pay-per-views, on the odd impact. But, yeah, I think one thing with this, I mean, it's, what, are we 2021 now? That it's taken this long for like a, a big company to sort of introduce. I mean, I thought when they had, when the T, when the 24-7 bail in WWE was introduced, this was the perfect way to do it is through your social media platforms because what we saw, I think it's crazy when there was some of those clips on when they just uploaded them to Twitter or YouTube that the, the, the views were mental What when when they would randomly change the title like on like a flight or what have you. So yeah. clearly there is a market for, for doing this. No, I think the market for it. And it's often kind of just kind of gets forgotten about, doesn't it really? Well, it also as well, it's, it's, it can also certainly have a, a good effect long term as well of getting new fans. If you've got a wrestling fan that stumbles across this match, a good match on YouTube, they might go, okay, well, I might give Impact a go this week. They enjoy yeah. it. Then you don't need to be a genius to work out what happens next. They come back. It's not that of any, well, exactly, yeah. any, any sort of anything in life, really. Uh, if you, if you enjoy something, you're going to want to see more. So for me, uh, it's, it's weird that it's, it's not, ta- it's taken so long for, for a company to do this. As I say, it, it may flop. It may not be a success, but it's, it seems like a very harmless risk. Yeah. No, of course. Cause you, well, if you get the belt and you're putting it, you're performing on on YouTube or whatever you want to do. You're not really putting much money into it. You can make a YouTube shift without putting hardly any money into it. It's it, it's there to be done. It's it's a very untouched market that isn't that expensive. Exactly. Yeah. No. Definitely. And um, just don't know why more people aren't doing it. It is, and it's more weird that with the twenty-four-seven belt, they randomly stopped sort of doing stuff about like news. Now they just seem to only keep it on, on on sort of raw. They only really seem to have these sort of circuits on raw. I mean, whereas before we'd see like clips all the time on on Twitter, and and yeah, it just it surprised me a little bit. Mm. It's a good surprise, though, isn't it? Yeah, well, like I say, I hope I hope this. This really will be a, a, a big of a kickstop one. So I think Impact's product, I mean, since I started watching, it has been has been very enjoyable. Um, so I think with this, if they can, if there's a market to get new people in. I'm I'm all for it, and also as well to show off some some of their some of their talent as well. So maybe some of the guys that aren't on the show each week, it's a good way to get them sort of exposed to the TV as well. Yeah. Well, well TV or just general social as just a whole exposure, really. Yeah, that's exactly it, isn't it? Um, but no, yeah, I mean, any thoughts of who you might want to see become the first, uh, champion? Bray Wyatt. People Bray are Wyatt? proper knocking his name around to go to Impact, aren't they? I mean, I wouldn't be against that. Um, I think it'd be a good shout. I've seen loads of people knocking about Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman turning up at Impact. I think, uh, I still think Strowman will go back to WWE. I, I just, I think, I think he says, I think he will. Well, he's got right. that show with, um, um, what's his name? That's bad, though. His name's just escaped me. <laughs> EC3. He's just worked that show with EC3. Oh, is he? Okay. Um, so. well, I think with Bray, my only thinking with Bray is I presumed he would, um, when, especially when we saw the Dark Order on AEW sort of arguing, I thought he would come in as become the new leader, uh, of the Dark Order. Obviously, there's not be much talk about him going there, though. So no, yeah. But usually, see, when the, the talk silences a bit, sometimes that means something's happening. Exactly, yeah. Well, like, it won't, yeah, exactly, it, it does happen. Well, we'll have to see, but I've been asked now, and that's that's who I want to see as the first champion. Be mad, yeah. Because well, he could turn up on AEW anyway if he turned up on Impact. But. I think for me, I'd like it to be um, Matt Cardona, and only I, because I, I feel like, I don't know, I loved it when he was, because it kind of is made for him when he tried to have that internet championship uh, back in 2011 when I was massive fan of Ryder back then when he was, I was trying to say, push this when over. You said Matt Card- when you said Matt Cardona, I was thinking, um, why are you using his real name? What's wrong with you? Yeah, that's his name on, on Impact. Uh, I know, it drives me mad. 
But it's not his name. His name's Zack Ryder. Zack Ryder. And well, for this, I'll, I'll use it as Zack Ryder. Uh, as a, well, just a huge, <laughs> huge just fan of him. To it. Well, I was a big fan of him when, the, especially the fact that he, again, we're talking about getting over using YouTube, which we all, which every man and his dog, what everyone watches. It was just, and it was all his. It was all his ideas. I was going to say, everybody, everybody watched uh, Long Island. Yeah, it was brilliant. I could every week. I'd be it's waiting quality. on YouTube for it to come up. It was, and it it was brilliant until WWE took the rights to it and then made it come out of their account as opposed to his. Cause it, yeah, it was great, and he he got himself over, which is very impressive these days. I mean, that could have yeah, balls to do it because it could have gone completely pear shaped. It could have gone tits up. Well, it did fact, go tits up from in the end, apparently, yeah, from all accounts. I don't think that was really his it was more WWE not book- booking him at all I think but well they threw him off the stage yeah exactly um, do yeah. but again it, and stuff was always going to fizzle out but I think with him they just they, uh, it was at the time 2011 it was brilliant watching him do all that YouTube stuff with the internet oh, the, the crowd generally did love him we all loved him. It was absolutely amazing. And I still, the lasting memory of that for me is him singing Justin Bieber at <laughs> the window of his car. What else did he have on those shows? And didn't he have that bloke from Saved by the Bell on uh, the principal? I think he managed to get on. Yeah, he has his dad on all the time as well. His dad. Um, oh, who Thingy, the, uh, the one who used to do all the backstage interviewing. But Scott Stanford, yeah. That's it, Scott Stanford. The broski, uh, his bro, uh, well, broski his of the week. The Broski Kane, yeah. The Broski of the Week, yeah, that was it. And was it, what else did he used to do? Broski of the Week, are you serious, bro? When you're the, the oh, yeah. Oh, makes me want to go back and watch it. I'd, yeah. I'd loved him. I loved him in 2011. He was definitely my favourite superstar in 2011. Um, oh, wonderful. Certainly, he was everyone's favourite. And his matches with Dolph Ziggler were quality. Yeah, they were I remember, absolutely fantastic, yeah. I remember Ringside Collectibles um, pushing for their WrestleMania match. They had stickers for it and everything. Their, their um, feud was really underrated. And that was when Dolph, I think, at the time, everyone was like, this guy's so high-rated, he's going to have to be a champion in the next 12 months. Uh, albeit we got there in 24 months, but we still got there. Um, yeah, um, I think yeah, that, that was very an underrated time of WWE, in my opinion. If we ignore the fact that it was also the same time when we saw... Triple H and Kevin Nash feud in which we'll forget about if we focus on the mid card uh, then yeah it was great <laughs> don't know what about uh, but yeah no, uh, I think that's about um, I think that's about it for then if there was anything else you wish to discuss that in the world of wrestling that's happened over a week I don't know have you had any shows recently or have you got any shows lined up that you wish to promote I have got I've got some shows lined up coming up on the uh, 16th of this month and so next Saturday not this coming Saturday, but the Saturday after that, I'll be at Denby Town Hall for Britannia Wrestling as they make their triumphant return for the first time since the last time um, they had their full shows. Uh, the last time they were on a full show, it was me and my tag partner Jack Sinclair as the front line taking on uh, the Alpha Kid and Joey Marcus in a toilet roll on a pool match. So I made my grand return to BWP next Saturday. Not this Saturday, next Saturday. The 16th of October, 2021. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Well, um, and, um, and have you had any recently or have you had a bit of time off at the moment? Uh, well, not, not as, uh, the last one I had was Russell Island, which I believe we uh, did just Yeah, we discussed. Talk. Yeah, no, that's it. So, right. yeah, since, since then, just been getting down to train at Future Shock. Oh, I did see you all, um, sorry to cut you off, but I did have to mention it just to our audience, because you're going to love me saying this though, <laughs> fantastic clip of you in training doing a Justin Gabriel 450 splash of the life, it was, uh, I was very impressed. It was a 450 splash, and uh, I'm yet to post the other, the other little bits that I'm doing as well. I've got, I've got loads, uh, loads up my sleeve at the moment, just waiting for, just waiting for the right moment, you can't just be pulling it out willy-nilly. Yeah, no, no, that is true. I've still got it in me. I've still got it in me. Well, I hope we, um, yeah, I, I hope we do see, um, I, I hope we do see some I'm more of you in training. I'm saving it. I'm saving it. I'm saving it for you to come up and watch. Oh, well, there definitely will be, yeah, and I need to buy a t-shirt as well when I come and watch. Yeah, I'm saving it for you. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm going to call it the Nick Davies special. Wow. The pressure on me even watching in the audience. Exactly, the Nick Davies special it's got you. It's got to be the end of the match. I've got to win with it. 
Well, um, also, you'd be really proud of me. I had my first 11 aside uh, game in seven years last night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, see, right. Get a throw in in about the 20th minute. The ball gets flicked on through the long throw. Ball gets flicked on by uh, by one of my teammates. It's in the air. I'm looking at it and I just think to myself, do you know what? Fuck it. And I've overhead kicked it and it's gone in. Oh, and I in the words, not. you don't you don't have to believe me. It's on Twitter. You can look it up. People are tweeting about it. Uh, in the words of one of the lads I played with, uh, he said it was like Yakubu, and I said I was going more for Ronaldo, and he went, "To be fair, mate, you got the height of it." Another teammate said, "Fucking hell, how high did you jump?" And one of the other team turned to me and went, "I thought Mo Salah's goal was goal of the weekend, but you've just gone and stolen that from him." <laughs> Well, there you are, and it wasn't caught on camera, I presume. No, it was fuming. I'm tempted to ring up and ask for the CCTV because it is probably the best <laughs> goal I've ever scored in my life. Well, huge congratulations, nonetheless. And uh, no, I, I even I even sued like Cristiano Ronaldo. Did not, go, did not go down well with the other team because one of the other team, uh, one of the other players on the team, as I went in for a tackle, he turned around and went, "Mate, you're fucking next you." And I was like, ooh, ooh alright. Oh dear. Someone's rattled, aren't they? Yeah, no, absolutely. He was fuming. <laughs> they sent Ralph, wasn't they? They sent Ralph, he was marking me when I did it, he just turned to me and went, fucking hell, mate, that was good. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you are, there you have it. That's uh, what happens football up north, so we, we do get that down south as well. But <laughs> You don't get the quality of that. You don't, no. you don't get LR12, do you? No, sadly not. But, um, yeah, but that concludes a, another edition of the show. Um, as again, you can check us out the usual ways through Twitter. Um, I first say through Facebook, but I don't think we do have a Facebook page and also it'll probably be down again. So yeah, so you can go on Twitter or you can go onto our website as well. Uh, BBG. Well, you can just go on Twitter because nothing else Twitter. is going to work. Yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah, we'll be back for loads more podcasts, loads more interviews coming up as well. Uh, Chris has got load lined up. Um, and yeah, we'll be we'll be back next week to uh, to, to do another podcast for everyone. Yeah, you better listen to it. <laughs> Good night from me. Good night from me. Good night. <laughs>